Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You're listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush and Ben Taylor. What's up, everybody? We're back again. It's episode 297 of the Dad Bod Golf Pod. We took a little break. Now we're back to have some fun, talk a little Ryder Cup, uh, some hot storylines from there, and then uh, just uh, kind of set the tone for the rest of the year, rest of the season. So uh, let's have some fun. Tonight's episode, brought, or today's episode, is brought to you by Bet Online, <laughs> the number one sports betting website in the country. Sign up today, get a 50% welcome bonus. Use coupon code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V. Give them 100 bucks. They're going to give you 50 back free on top of that to play with. Um, hopefully you stacked up on the European team and the Ryder cup with a little plus guys. They were the, they were the underdogs and they absolutely waxed America. So you probably could have got a nice little payday had you bet there. Um, so, uh, but they got football. You're right in the heart of football season, NFL, uh, baseball playoffs, tons of stuff you can, you can bet on. Um, if you picked, will the Braves win the win the uh, division and then lose the the first round of the playoffs? You you know that that's looking like it could possibly hit. So you know we'll just have to see how that goes. But anyway, such a negative Nancy. I know. Have fine. Some, <laughs> but sign up today, have some fun. Bet online is where the game starts. All right, Ben. We haven't been on in a while. We took a little break. Um, yep. We're working on schedules. I think we got something we might can figure out, have a little fun. But uh, in the meantime, the Ryder Cup has come and gone. Uh, America got absolutely plastered. Um, and uh, it was over quick, I feel like. There was a little bit of little bit of glimmer of hope um, there, uh, to, uh, maybe middle of the day on Sunday where we made a charge. And, if, you know, you had to win almost every single match. But – uh, ultimately, it was just too much. Uh, the the European team was just had too much of a lead, and we just couldn't pull it off. Yeah, I I will say this: I'm going to give kudos to somebody from the European team because we've done nothing but bashing, and that is Roy McIlroy. He actually backed it up, and he was the points leader for the Euros. I honestly thought that he would be a wet noodle during this, and thought his game was headed that way, and instead, it ends up being headed that way. Uh, and it was even before he got fired up, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. But uh, he seemed to have done well. But it, you and I said numerous times, on paper, the Americans were the better team. And I guess we should have taken into account that we have not won on foreign soil since 1994. And that probably should have counted for something because um, it, it, it just they stuck their toe in the ground, man. It just looked bad. I mean, yeah. and I honestly – you didn't have this on the rundown. I think Zach Johnson's a terrible coach, captain. Um, the the way he didn't put Brooks out there, I guess it was because, as Azinger said when he showed up after that first round, Brooks showed up on the grounds and everybody was in awe of Brooks. The Euros were, the Americans were. He's what you and I talk about about alphas. He's an alpha. Yeah, and. You did not put an alpha out there, and you went zero and four to start things. So, I don't know that he would have made a difference. It may have been three to one. I don't know. Who knows if he if his team would have done well, and he may have, you know, he may not have played very well at all. But I just the way the lineups were made and the way things were were going. The number one player in the world had probably the worst four days of golf you could ever imagine um, with Scotty Scheffler. I mean, he he 
Everybody keeps talking about the captain's picks not showing up. Uh, how about the guys that qualified not qualified, showing up? Yeah. So, um, it, overall, I, it was it was embarrassing to watch. So, my my thing with Zach Johns is not so much, like, the lineups and things like that. It's like – it's just like us. He just doesn't excite you. So, if he doesn't excite, like, me and you and the average guy, why are we surprised that, like, nine of the 12 dudes, like, didn't even play in a competitive tournament, uh, weren't, like, weren't necessarily fired up to play for him, weren't weren't excited to go play in the Ryder Cup. I think Justin Thomas was one of the only guys that played in an actual tournament uh, before leading up, like, for five weeks. Like, a lot of the dudes just took five weeks off. I think, didn't Xander Shoffley, like, almost get booted for not fulfilling his contract? I mean, he was – there was there was something about – him not even barely participating in anything that was that was big, and then your 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 captains, not your captains, your auto qualifying picks just weren't at their top of their game. Like I think we need to relook at this system. Like I, I, you know what I mean? Like there's there's got to be just because you won a tournament like way like six months ago that almost yes. auto catapults you in like Brian Harmon and uh Wyndham Clark like those guys won like six months ago and then yeah now they're they're catapulted uh you know up in there um I I don't know I'm I'm very disappointed I don't get it I don't really get you know why I know there's not a ton of money on the line if if anything other than just like maybe Mm. sponsorships deals and things like that but like how do you not get fired up to go play, like to go play. Why do you only get fired up when it's in America? Like they said mean things. Like get over yourself. What what's what do you think is going to happen at Beth Page next year? Or oh my gosh, two yeah. years. It'll be a it'll be an absolute madhouse. Like the New, New yeah. York's going to go nuts. On, on, and we'll be fired up to play and probably you know probably win. But um, I just don't know that. I mean, I know you. I want to know what goes into the picking the captains process. Because, uh, I mean, I think it should just be Tiger Woods until he just doesn't want to do it anymore. You know what I mean? Like, why do you have yeah. to – why are we having to rotate it and give participation trophies to, to everybody? Like, I, I don't I don't really get it. Zach, it's not it's just not very inspiring. There's a couple of things that I think they need to change. Number one, that rotated captain thing. Because you still got the same – because the captain gets to pick the assistant captains, right? Because Freddie Couples has been an assistant captain for – dating back to when he quit playing, I think. Yeah. So he's an assistant captain every year. So why can't we just keep the captain that way? If a captain's successful, why does he not get to keep doing it? Is that a rule? I don't know. I don't know. And like you just said, you let off with it. And we've said this numerous times. Just make all 12 of them a captain's pick. Like take the 12 best golfers, the hottest golfers that are playing right now, and that's your team. Because the fact that you take the scoring – that's over two years. Let's just say, well, the prime example, Will Zalatoris. Bro, he was in the top 20, and I hadn't seen him play in a golf tournament in forever. Yeah. And he could have been a captain's pick because he finished in the top 20 in points. So he's somebody that we could have thrown out there. Not that that would have been a bad thing. I'm just saying that's what's flawed with the system. The fact that a guy that we, you and I haven't even seen play is up there in the top 20 with an opportunity to be a captain's pick. So make them all captain's picks. You know, if you got a guy that comes on, I mean, Lucas Glover, we sat there and we talked about how, you know, he had not done enough to to get there, but he was one of the hottest golfers coming in at the end of the season. 
So why do you not put Sweaty Lucas over there in some mild temperatures and maybe he plays even better when he's comfortable and he's not sweating balls off, you know, left and right. So um, exactly. it, it, it just – it it's yeah. frustrating that it seems like that it maybe the Europeans, the way they do their qualification systems better than the Americans because Americans just money only. Like if you make the most money, you get picked. You're going to be in the – but with the Europeans, they've got this way of picking World it, that way of – it's like – and- yeah, like world points and European tour points and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah, and and so it was almost like you only had four auto qualifiers, and then after that, they just started kind of randomly kind of falling into place based on a point system. So, and I get that they say, well, you can't do that with Americans because Americans don't play in those tournaments. Well, then just make it twelve captains picks. Seriously, it's just let it be the good old boy club. For- <laughs> I mean. I mean See, and I, I get that. I get why people say they don't because they say, well, Justin Thomas got picked because it was a good old boy club. I still say he's one of the ones that's fired up to play. Like, he's the type guy you want on your team. So, I don't begrudge that pick. But, yeah. you know, if anything. He played he played really well, too, for the most part. Yeah, the fact that he played well. And then you got Scotty Scheffler, who's ranked number one in the world, and he didn't show up. He's and he's having he's having like legitimate putting issues. Like yeah, he's got the yips. He's, he's got he's got legitimate issues. Like why do you have to just just take him? Like if they if they're having problems, I, that's the part. Um, you know that's that's the part that I, I just don't get. But I mean that's part of the rules. I just I just don't think they're fired. I just don't think for for whatever reason we just don't get fired up for the Ryder Cup like like they do. And um, I. You know, and then we do, and then you know, I want to talk about the uh, before we talk about the Rory situation. Um, let's let's talk about that next. But let's give a shout out to uh, Bad Birdie Golf um, guys. Uh, we talk about them. We we believe in it. We wear it. Uh, they just released their fall line. They got pullovers. They got uh, they got a couple hoodies. They got some some warm clothing you can wear if you don't want to wear, uh, you know, they got just the golf stuff all the time. They actually have like some nice uh, sweater type material stuff that you can wear uh, new hats, new, just all kind of stuff. So um, need to check those, need to check them out. Uh, they're, they're great. You can save, uh, is it 15%? Uh, I think yes. 15% off every single order. Uh, just use coupon code dads. D-A-D-S, like dad's plural, 15, uh, to take 15% off your order. Uh, and you can use that on everything. Uh, you can use that on, I mean, you can use it over and over again. It's not like it just goes away one time. So, yeah. uh, so check them out, show them some love, uh, bad birdie golf. All right. So there's an incident that happened, which I think is, was, it kind of like, I, I it kind of blew my mind, um, that, this was even be a thing at this point in time because we're getting beat so bad. But I believe it was Patrick Cantlay and who was his partner? Was it Shoffley at the time? I'm not, I think it was Shoffley. It, it doesn't really matter. It was a, it was um, towards the end of the day on Friday uh, and they're playing Rory and his partner and Patrick Cantlay hits a putt to basically win the match or, um, or make it to where Rory had to make a really, really long putt to even like tie or something like that. But anyway, Joey LaCava is obviously, you know, Tiger's old caddy that went through everything with Tiger and now he's on uh, Cantlay's back. And he does this like really weird uh, celebration thing where he's taking his hat off and he's waving it for a really, really long time, like mega, mega long time. 
Uh, and Rory kind of just loses it. Rory kind of just loses it. And I don't really understand, like, if it, if that's me, I'm laughing and going, look at the scoreboard type thing. But yeah. uh, Rory just absolutely loses it, tries to fight him in the parking lot, like ready to just throw blows. Uh, it was uh, – he was going nuts. And, um, you know, on one side, I'm like, that's – I don't really get what Joey was trying to prove there, but on the flip side, it's freaking Joey Lacava. He can do whatever the heck he wants to. Yeah. Like Rory just say scoreboard, you know, just point at him and laugh, like make fun of him. Like, ah, ha, ha, like you're getting your tail kicked and you're, you're yes. asking about one point and you're down a hundred. Like what, what are we, what are we doing right now? Uh, you're embarrassing yourself. But again, I feel like Rory came off looking like, you know, Rory typically does, but um, yeah. what, what's your it, thoughts? Uh, First off, I'm with you on the fact that they're getting their tails whipped. So quit taunting the team. That's, I mean, that's like looking up at the school board, a football game and you're down 34 to nothing and you get a first down and you get up and you go, you know, first oh, yeah. down. It's yeah, like, exactly okay, like that. get your butt back in the huddle and run another play. And same thing with this. Now it's because they made a big deal out of Cantlay's hat. You know, the, you know, why isn't he wearing a hat? Nobody said anything about Rory not wearing a hat, but everybody had a big deal about it and they said it had to do with sponsorship. Turns out that Cantlay's just got a fat head He's and never none of the hats. They didn't fit him. Like he said, apparently, not to throw him under the bus, just in case they want to be a sponsor here, but apparently Polo does not make a hat that fits Patrick Cantlay. So unless they go with a bigger noggin maker, then he's just he's not going to be able to wear the hats that Polo provides to the American team. Which also, by the way, side note, I thought it was hilarious that uh, Justin Thomas was wearing Polo again after that big ouster a little bit earlier. But uh, I thought that was ironic. But anyway, uh, so they're, you know, the crowd's been talking about Cantley not wearing the hat and wearing the hat, and they're shaking their hat and all that. But then after he makes the putt, LaCava does that. Now, first off, the first thing that Rory said, which was a P move in my opinion, is he goes, he was in my line. Okay. It was nowhere near his line. It was no, like they just, they even circled it and showed where the hole was, where you were reading your putt from. He wasn't even in your through line. He wasn't in your line. As a matter of fact, I think from where he was shaking his hat, he was actually behind you and to your back, so you wouldn't even seen him in the first place if you hadn't gone to reread your putt. Um, so that was a P move, in my opinion. Then, come to find out, you mentioned yelling in the parking lot. LaCava wasn't in the parking lot, Kyle. He was yelling at Bones, and even Rory said, Bones just happened to be the guy walking out of the hotel or walking out of the facility at that time. So I thought I'd just bend his ear. And I'm like, so you're not even yelling at the guy that did it. Like, you don't even have balls to, like, wait for the guy to come outside and say something to his face. You're yelling at a caddy that had nothing to do with it. Yeah. And let's just call it what it is. Bones seems like a nice guy. I mean, he loved Phil because Phil was the dirtbag, not because Bones was the dirtbag. Bones is like six four too, so like I don't know if Rory wanted none of that. Like, and from and from Louisiana, like you know he will whip yeah. his ass. You know? Yeah, Rory Rory wouldn't be able to get into the body because because of the reach that uh, yeah. that Bones had. So uh, yeah, that was that was a really weird uh, like outburst from a really weird flex from uh, from Joey, and then a just a terrible response uh, yeah. from Rory. Uh, but that was. Hey, that's the kind why of have we, why haven't we not gotten a comment from Tiger about that? Why is nobody he's been out and about, he's had his son's tournaments, he's had plenty of opportunity for somebody to say, Hey, what'd you think about Joey and his antics on eighteen? And he had, I would love that because he knows him better than anybody. 
Why did we not get a comment from Freddie about that? Freddie, he was Freddie's caddy for the longest time. Nobody asked Freddie about it. Like the journalists over there did a ter- they dropped the ball on this as far as getting us some answers, man. Yeah. There was plenty of chances to find out what the reasoning behind that was. Yeah. So it, drama, as always. Rory thinking somebody's out to get him again. Joey was doing that more towards the crowd than anything. As you said, the simple thing would have been Rory just to go look at the score and just go putt your putt and move on. Or be fired up about that in like a major. Like, how about that, Rory? Let's just be fired up in general so you can actually live up to the hype of how good you are in, in, in a major golf tournament. Like, let's just try Yeah, why don't, you try, why don't you try showing up at Augusta and yelling at somebody? How about that? Instead of just saying, I've had a pretty good career so far. Like, like how about <laughs> let's just say it's not good enough and be fiery and go, you know, put the pedal to the metal in, in just like a normal tournament. Right. Uh, whatever, whatever. Um. Last thing, uh, last thing, um, uh, Max Homa. Uh, I know some people were probably, you know, I, I think he was a captain's pick. I'm pretty sure he was a captain's pick. I don't know that he auto qualified. Is that is that right? Mm, there were one, was one that people was borderline, and people were like, yeah. uh, I don't know. This is his first deal. Um, he was he was an auto qualifier. He was fifth. Yeah. But he just goes out and just dominates. Uh, yep. the, chip in, the chip walk in. I still haven't quite figured that out, that whole scenario out yet, because there's walk ins and then there's what ha- what he did uh, there. Like you know that they joke Tiger in the President's Cup where he walked the putt in. And all there's like the video evidence, video edits where it gets longer and longer each yes. time. Max is chipping, and when the ball hits the green. I mean, it's still got 25, 30 feet to roll into the hole. When he chips the ball and it hits the green, he's walking to his playing partner to shake his hand because he knows it's going in and it goes in. Maybe it didn't matter. Maybe if he knew he just got it in, they tied and then they won anyway. I don't know exactly. Surely there was, surely he didn't just think that was going in. Like he didn't think he he made that, right? Like I think he just thought he had made it. I just think he thought he'd hit it to gimme range. Like he knew where it landed. By the speed, it was just going to nestle up. So it was a gimme. It was going to be a con- a conceded putt, regardless. Yeah. However, it just happened to go in, so it looked really good. So that's him. That that's another good. He was, I think, he was like three zero and one. And then you got how how well he played at the Presidents Cup. Is this some new young guy that you can build around uh, that's going to be hot? Who gets emotional and wants to play in these types of events and plays mm-hmm. plays hard. Um, he's a bright spot moving forward, uh, I feel like. And he's just – Yeah, he had – as you said, 3-0-1. And he had three and a half points. He beat everybody on the European team except for Rory. Rory had four total points. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he's a guy that at the end, to hear his story, his interviews of he had to have a putt at the end in order to extend the entire thing. Um, and he had to do this after he had to take a drop out of the – take an unplayable out of the rough behind the bunker. And even everybody said, what is he doing? Like he should try to at least get it on the green and, and make a putt or at least two putt. But he didn't have a swing. And his caddy – hear him tell the story, the last hole he played where he secured that point for the Americans to, to extend it, keep going. Uh, he said – my caddy talked me into it. He said, we walked up and we looked at it. He looked at me and he said, we're going to drop it right here. You're going to hit it down there within 10 feet and you're going to make a putt. And that's exactly what he did. And so he's he's coachable. 
great team guy, represents the Americans well, and he was one of the few that actually showed up. I mean, Homo with three and a half points, Cantlay with two, and Brian Harmon with two, and everybody else was below two points, which just sucks. Uh, Ricky uh, Ofer for the weekend. Mm-hmm. So it was like Ricky didn't even show up. And so, uh, I mean, I know they can say – and, hey, I was pro Ricky. You heard me saying, got to have Ricky in there. He's been playing well at the end of the year. But Ofer and, I mean, no points to show, that's that's absolutely awful. I mean, same thing. Scheffler with one, Burns with one, Jordan with one, Xander with one. Xander had his stuff off the course that was they were dealing with. So, um, I say they got to get with – I don't know if the PGA Tour, RNA, and everybody's got to – come to a decision it's probably not going to happen before the next Ryder cup Kyle they got to change the way they pick these players yeah and I know it's easy to say because the Americans got their tail whipped so it's good to say that now but even if the Americans would have won I still I still think it should just be 12 I don't know if it's even captains maybe you let peers vote on it maybe some guys are going hey this dude's playing well you need this guy on the team yeah. Like, because they all want to be on the team. Every one of them. you could have talked to the guy that's ranked fiftieth in the world, and he'd be like, "Hell yeah, I want to play." Like, if so, you get inside the top fifty, you get to you get to submit a ballot for the team. Yeah, I agree with that. And yeah, and I don't, point. you know, and even if that doesn't, even if that doesn't count, even if it's something that the captain just takes into consideration to see. Because listen, you say what you want. I'm sorry, Zach Johnson is not watching all those guys play, and. He's taking word of mouth, and so um, I, I just you know what I think like you should do. It. This is what I think you should do. I think you should take twelve corn fairy dudes, the top twelve corn fairy dudes over there, and say if you win, you all get PGA Tour cards. Oh, bro, are you kidding me? They will go beat that ass. <laughs> <laughs> you kidding me? Those they guys would put, be so fired yeah. up, and all they do is make birdies. Like it's like birdie bonanza everywhere they yes. go. Take, take 12 Corn Fairy guys and say, if you win, only when we go over there. When we go over there, take 12 Corn Fairy guys. If you win, you get a tour card. How about that? I'm all for it. Let's I, go. I say, I say, I say, let, two listen, full years want, of exemptions. That's the whole reason that you and I were talking about. We didn't mind Justin Thomas getting, he was the only one begging to be on the team. Nobody else was begging to be on the team. Yeah. Like, take the, there, take the people that, take the people that want to be there. Yep. Yep. So, not the guys like Xander that is going to take five weeks off and just mail it in and be like, yeah. I'll just show up and play. I'll be good. Yep. All right. Well, uh, Ben, appreciate it. Guys, thanks for listening. Hopefully, we'll be back on a little bit more regular basis. So, episode this is episode 297 of the Dad by Golf Pod, and we are always stroking. You've been listening to the dad bod golf pod always stroking thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.